Welcome to episode two of the Working From Home podcast. Uh, I'm not working from home today. I'm working in my car in an M&S car park um, in Wimbledon. I don't ask uh, what I'm doing here. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I've got, let's see, 15 minutes um, before I have an important call to go on so I can help somebody out with something important. Isn't that great? So let's do a quick one. Uh, I'm going to start off with going through BBC Sport. I always like to start off with sport. Um, it's probably the first thing I check in the morning. I, don't, I never go straight to the news. It's too depressing. But I guess when you're a United fan. So it's bad news anyway. So, um, Should we go with Fiori signs ESPN deal worth... Eighty million pounds. Tyson Fury. I used to work in a Tesco back in Manchester. Um, I used to do weekends. I used to do about uh, four hours on a Saturday, four hours on a Friday. Um, and he used to come in to that Tesco. It was up in uh, South Manchester. Yeah. He used to come in and. This was after the Klitschko fight, so you know he'd made loads and loads of money. He was multi-millionaire, and he used to always come in with a stained shirt, <laughs> just like come and shop at Tesco. Um, but yeah, he, t- he was lovely. To be fair to him, um, you know. So maybe when he's not shouting um, homophobic. Uh, um, crazy kind of religious um, words at a camera can be alright it was well nice, took a picture of me Um, I made sure to not touch the stain on his shirt because he smelled a bit and um, anyway 80 million fuck me you can buy loads of stained shirts with 80 million um so the deal which is understood to cover Fury's next five fights we'll see him broadcast on ESPN in the US whilst remaining on B- okay so this is a, like a US deal I guess since that fight with Wilder he's got a bit of a name now in the US um Fury believes the deal makes a rematch with Deontay Wilder more makeable. Nice, great word. He's such a mank. Um, okay, there's not much information on this. Um... But yeah, he seems to be making better moves than Anthony Joshua. I feel like Anthony Joshua's career has kind of been fucked up in front of our eyes. And I don't know, I'm waiting for the special unexpected thing to happen with him that no one kind of 
saw coming and all this big master plan with Anthony Joshua that we weren't expecting and that's what's going to make him a massive star and it's just doesn't seem to be happening he's winning his fights um, but he's not I don't know I don't know maybe it's all coming I don't know whatever I care less about boxing now I still enjoy it but Man United's flexibility gives them advantage over Chelsea. Flexibility. A team of big, stiff, tall players, you idiot. Chris Smalling, Phil Jones, flexibility. Oh, Darren Fletcher said that. You're not an idiot, I love you, Darren. Club hero, but um, yeah, we're not very flexible at the back. Um, Luke Shaw's fat. Ashley Young is 47, um, Antonio Valencia is also 58 but doesn't have a left foot, so um, we don't have any full-backs. Um, the centre-backs, Baye's great but he's also a bit crazy and is always injured, Lindelof's alright, um, Jones and Smalling are a pair of idiots. Um, in midfield, Matic is pretty stiff. Um, Herrera's great at times but limited at other times Pogba's on and off um, up front Marshall and Lingard are injured um, so we've got big stiff man Lukaku um, Sanchez who's really old Mata who's really old so I would say we are fucked um, but we'll see um but Chelsea are shite at the moment, so, you know, let's hope that they're still good. Pogba can cause Jorginho problems. Great. Um, great analysis there, Darren. Um, why do these people keep saying sorry, ball? None of these people know what sorry ball means, but they just keep saying it. I also don't know what sorry ball is either. I keep hearing it, but I really, I really don't get it. Like, are we speaking about sorry ball from the context of a Chelsea team? Because I saw them lose four 0 the other day. Um, and then what was it? Six one to sit. Oh, you bunch of idiots. Six 0 That's the one. The female American football coach breaking barriers on and off the pitch. Let's click on this. I'm not watching the video. Phoebe Schechter is 29. Awesome. And kicking up a storm in the male-dominated world of American football. As one of only three female coaches to have worked professionally in the NFL, Phoebe... Oh, shit, I've gone on this video. I don't want to watch this. Phoebe has already spent a season with New York's Buffalo Bills. But her success isn't limited to the sidelines. As a player, she's linebacker for the Birmingham Lions. 
Oh, those lions. And has also served as captain of the British win- women's team. Phoebe hopes that her example will make it easier for other girls and women who to com- to compete in the men's world event. Look, I think she just wanted a job and it was something that she was good at. And um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a good thing, of course. But um, I think she just wanted a job at something she liked doing. And I think that's what happened. I didn't think she went in to break barriers and show boys and girls all around the world. Um, I think she just wanted like a 40k job or something. Just have a decent life. Um, But yeah, it's not an easy world to go into, so I'll give her that. Anyway. Mbappe goal sends PSG 12 points clear. Fucking twat. He scored against us the other day. Demoralising. I've never seen anyone run that fast in my life um, on a football pitch. He he is... He's got to be on steroids or something. He's got to be on steroids. Or he's a robot or something. I've... He's. I've never seen anything that fast before. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. When he turned on that pace to score that goal, he must have... I think when Di Maria passed it across, he must have been about seven yards behind our defence. By the time it got to the box, he was, he'd beaten all the defenders. And Oh, God. Just another goal. That goes in and De Gea looks behind him and thinks, what the fuck am I doing here? Anyway. I think BBC Sport put up a clip the other day of um, Herrera and Sanchez doing an interview. Um, And they asked if you saw some kids playing football in a park and the ball rolls over to you, what would you do? And Sanchez said, oh, he... no, Herrera said, oh, I'd save my legs, I wouldn't play. And Sanchez said, no, no, I'd play, I'd play. And I'm watching it and I'm thinking, if anyone needs to save their legs, it's you, Sanchez. It's really you. Because I've never seen anyone um, run that slow in my life. In that PSG game, um, he didn't have a good touch. He didn't have a decent touch. He only produced bad touches, like regular, regular bad touches. But apparently it's because when he was warming up, the linesman stabbed him in the leg or gave him like a tiger sweeping kick or something. Um, Bollocks. I don't know. I was celebrating when we first signed him. Um... But, you know, the only thing that makes it a bit better is that Mkhitaryan's also being shit over there. I'm so happy he's shit over there. I'm so happy they're still shit. I fucking hate Arsenal. (sighs) Oh, my God. This is the second time in about four years that I've had to be a City fan. 
just so Liverpool don't win the league. It genuinely feels disgusting. Feels disgusting. Simeone, the street fighter, taking on Spain's Giants. Okay, I said I, I know I said sport, and really I'm just doing football. Um, but whatever, it's a short episode. I'll do current current events next time. I'll start I'll start uploading regularly as well. Diego Simeone, the street fighter, an eternal optimist, with a knife between his teeth. He genuinely looks like someone who would walk around with a knife in between his teeth. Um, he's 48. He's good looking for 48. Um, his motto is, in life, you have to believe. Yeah. Mm. So, oh, it's, it's too much... This is bollocks. I can't read this. It's a someone has pretty much written a biography. Um, no one wanted to read it, so they uploaded it to BBC Sport. Um, he's a good-looking bastard, isn't he? Fuck me. Okay, let's go to BBC News then. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh God. Okay, we've got time for one more topic. And then I've got to go and speak to someone about something really important. Um, do I want to do politics in two minutes? Urgent action demanded by MPs after Facebook fails. Go on then, why not? A quick one. Facebook needs far stricter regulation with tough and urgent action, uh, action necessary to end the spread of disinformation on its platform, MPs have said. A Commons committee has concluded that the firm's founder, Mark Zuckerberg, failed to show leadership or personal responsibility over fake news. Untrue stories from foreign powers were risking the UK's democracy, they said. So, liars are complaining about other liars lying is what you're trying to say to me. Um, how about it's all a bag of bullshit. Um, all of Facebook is fake news. Not just the stories they're producing. I mean people uploading um, their best photos and not uploading the 37 shit ones. Um, it's all fake news. It's all bollocks. Um, there's also a link to what is fake news and can you identify it. If you can't, you're probably just an idiot. Um, whatever. I sound like I care about this. I don't. My voice just goes up when I'm rushing. Um, 
Democracy is at risk from the malicious and relentless targeting of citizens with disinformation and personalised dark adverts from unidentifiable sources delivered through the major social media platforms. You are using these social media platforms to put a picture of a bus and tell me 350 million or whatever is going to the NHS. Um, Whatever. It's all bullshit. I've got a plan anyway. Um, it's either become a Ramus, uh, oh, Ramus, become a famous multi-billionaire, um, and just have my own island, or it's uh, to continue my nine-to-five job every day, um, live a robotic lifestyle. Um, get depressed, um, become a middle-aged loser, buy a a car I can't afford, get divorced, um, become an alcoholic uh, and die alone.